With the 14th pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Tremont Waters, Vincent Poirier, Javante Green, Robert Williams III, Jimmy Ogilvy, right, Brad Wanamaker, Daniel Tice, Dennis Cantor, Taco Fall, Marcus Smart, Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, from the University of Connecticut. And we are back with From the Rafters. Sam and I are back on a Wednesday, and we have actual basketball to talk about. I'm actually super excited. But before we get into that, I did want to bring up one of our fun little questions we used to intro these episodes. Sam, what Tell was- me why I, I'm just sending a message here. And, like, I went to, like, type the word doing, and, like, it autocorrected to doing, but, like, with an S instead of a D. Like, why would that happen? So- why, why are you going to autocorrect me to a word that doesn't even exist? Not even a word. I have no idea. That's very weird. <laughs> I, my iPad does this thing where, like, it also like correct like what I'm saying to like all caps. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, no, I don't. Shit, that doesn't happen to me. That's super weird. Yeah. My my iPhone's just used to me typing certain things. So like, I don't know. Do Do you have the thing on your iPhone where you can like slide to type? Like, you can just slide your finger across the keyboard. Uh. I don't know. I, I I'm not bold enough to try that. Got you. I don't know. My I, I think I turned autocorrect off because it annoyed me. So I don't actually have it on anymore, which is nice. But that's definitely weird that it corrected to sewing. Sewing's not. That's not how you spell sewing. Sewing. Yeah. Is I don't know. Just that's weird. Very weird. But my question for you today was: What was your favorite TV show when you were younger? Like growing up, what did you watch the most? Oh man, that's that's hard. Cause yeah. like it would change. Like it wasn't a consistent. Yeah, consistent. for sure. You can give me a couple. Like, give me a few. Um, like you can go by age if you want. Like obviously, you watch different things when you're like a toddler versus like a, a, a kid in middle school and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I always, I guess, consistently. Like when I was young, I always liked the Spider-Man animated series, mm-hmm. like the okay. original one. Yeah. As far as those go, the best one is the uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, though, and it mm. it got canceled after two seasons. But like, that is by far the best. Like, I watched it like when I was a senior in high school. Like, I was like, oh, like people say it's really good. I'm gonna watch it. But, like, I was watching it. It's like it's like right off the pages from the comic books, and wow. it, it was really good. I'm I'm really pissed that they didn't make more of it. So that's my answer. I wish I watched it. My mom raised us. Me and my uh, siblings is full-on disney kids so like i barely watched anything outside of disney i watched some cartoon network but i I was pretty much solely a disney kid i will say uh justice league i was obsessed with justice league like the uh the animated like i had it on like dvd or something and it was like superman batman robin and all these like other superheroes that i couldn't name you now and Aquaman was in it. It was just I was obsessed with it. Like we had it on DVD, so my dad would always bring. You remember those old portable DVD players? Uh, people used to have. Yeah, I'd always bring that on road trips and planes, and I just watched Justice League over and over again. So I guess I guess that's my answer. That's you know what's probably. really weird? Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned like you were a Disney kid. When I was a kid, like I would go through phases where I would only watch one of the three networks. Really? Like I watched Disney. And only Disney for a while, and then I watch like Cartoon Network and only Cartoon Network for a while. And then I watch Nickelodeon and only Nickelodeon for a while. Huh. That's interesting. That's so it was so weird. I don't know why I would do that. Like they were all in like you know, it was like thirty four, thirty five, thirty six, that was the numbers, and then uh like yeah. I would only watch one of them. It's really interesting. I think I usually like I went back and forth based on what was on, like in the mornings before leaving school. I remember my brother and sister and I would always watch Zoe 101 on Nickelodeon. And then like we'd come home and watch something on Disney and we'd switch it up. But what did you like, what did you switch off from? Do you remember like specifically what shows you watched on each of the channels when you switched? I mean, it just got, I, I liked Zach and Cody on Disney. For oh sure. yeah. Great I show. like, um, I liked Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends on Cartoon Network. I remember I that was a good show. I never watched that I too remember, much, but I know it was good. I know it was good. Well, what else? I liked um, 
Fairly Odd liked, Parents is always a classic. I liked anything that uh, this is going to be a tangent for a minute. Dan yeah, Schneider yeah. was a writer. Oh on the yeah, career. he wrote uh-huh. like all the like Drake and Josh, iCarly, of course. of course, like all those shows. And like that guy was like a creep, actually, like in real life. No, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know if anybody knows about that, but like I guess like he like would like flirt with the fucking actress, actresses and stuff like that. And uh, so like he, but any show that he wrote was fire. So oh yeah, oh damn, produced bangers. Just kind of a weirdo, yeah. you know. Feel so like anything that. that he made was usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he made iCarly too. iCarly, Drake and Josh. Yeah, Zoe 101. Good show. It's just weird, dude. Uh, who did I not really cover? Let's see. I, no, I gave you shows from every every networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I watched Scooby Doo a lot too when I was younger. Scooby Doo was always. I good. never really liked Scooby. Well, Scooby-Doo. I remember like there was like. Like when they would have movies, I thought I was good. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like I don't know. I I guess like I, I was like yeah. Like I don't know. It, it just seemed too old. Tom and Jerry was always good to me. I always thought <laughs> Tom and Jerry was great. I love Tom and Jerry. I used to watch that all the time. It, it's so weird to think about now because there was no like words. Like they had never spoke in the show. Like it was just it was Some silent. Stuff they were doing was hilarious. Oh yeah, no, it was great. It was great TV. It was just weird looking back that they were so successful without like speaking. It's cool. I don't know. Very old show though. Very old school. <sighs> but yeah, to get right into it, Celtics dating play- apps, Jack. Sorry, we're we're not. No, you're starting good. Yet. Keep going. Keep going. Do I, I use match with somebody that has like a kid? And I didn't know they had a kid. That's weird. So, yeah. Uh, so I we mean, are. Uh, it is what it is. Unmatching from them. No, yeah, it is what it is. But for those listening, Sam and I are both, I think, twenty-one, right? Yeah, now. we we're we're not really uh, old enough. Not ready for that. No, yeah, I do that all the time. I do that. I see it, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. You're probably a nice person, but I just I can't be doing that right now with my with my life. It's kind of crazy. Like one of the guys I work with, like he's like younger than us. He has a kid. Wild. So we're Jason Tatum's a year older than us. He has a kid. <laughs> That's yeah, weird. but he could support the kids, so it's different. Yeah, it's also true. <laughs> Very he true. makes millions of dollars. He <laughs> could have ten kids. He'd be fine. Yes, sir. It's a very, a very different situation for Jason Tatum than us, I suppose. Okay, we can start now. I'm not gonna cut you off anymore. Hi. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. I hope you enjoyed this, whoever is listening. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed us talking about nonsense. Uh, I think it's fun. But yeah, Celtics played three scrimmages so far. I know, Sam, you mentioned you didn't get the chance to catch the one last night because of work, but that's okay. Yeah, I got home late, and then I didn't want to watch a mismatch game. And I don't like watching the Rockets anyways because the games take forever, and it's frustrating. So I didn't watch yesterday. So Hey, fair enough. um, I'm a bad host. (laughs) <laughs> so one thing I wanted to bring up was Jalen Brown through the first two games looked amazing. Like he looked like the best player on the floor at all times. Do you think he can continue that into the playoffs or do you think Tatum and Kemba are going to kind of like step up and be better than him as they like kind of were in the regular season? Like obviously they're all three of them are good, but do you think Jalen Brown is going to take another step during this little bubble stretch? I think he's going to take another step. I don't know if he's going to be consistently the best. It really just depends on everyone else. I, I yeah. think he's been the most consistent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I was worried about Tatum for the, like the first game and a half. And then mm, yes. Kemba looked fine. Gordon Hayward looked really good in the second game. He did. He looked awesome. His shot looked really pretty. Like he, he was just shooting it and it was just going in. Like it was very – there was no stiffness. Like it looked like he didn't ever do rust on him from the break. Yeah, I'm really happy he looks good. I think he's another X factor, even yes. though he's going to be leaving. But like, he's big, big part of this team. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like he he has the potential to be the difference that could win a championship, could not win a championship. Um, who else? Uh, like I said, Jalen. Well, like we both said, Jalen Brown looked really, really great. Especially in that second one. Consistently the best player on the floor for the Celtics. Um, but, yeah. you know, Jason Tatum has to, uh, you know, continue to improve. Mm-hmm. 
continue yeah. to get back up to where he was. We saw a flash of it in the second game against Phoenix. Yes. Um, and hopefully Kemba's just good to go. Because Kemba, Kemba looked pretty solid to me. I didn't see any real drop-off from him in, other than the minutes. Yeah, he looked fine He to played me. pretty well in the nine minutes he got to actually play. Mm-hmm. See what Kendrick Perkins said? Uh, he said something. Uh, what did he say? Don't tell me. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, wild. No, I don't remember what he said. He said, "Uh, my pick for to overtake the Bucks or to upset the Bucks was the Celtics, but now that Kemba Walker's out, I'm taking the Raptors." And everyone's just like, did "Kemba Walker leave? What? What happened? What happened to Kemba, Kemba Walker? Walker isn't out. No, he's fine. No, that that wasn't what I thought that he said." Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad you didn't let me sit here and guess, and then just guess wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people just went at him like, "Perk, what are you, what are you talking about, bro? Ken Walker is playing currently. Like, why, why would you say that?" I don't know. Some people just speak before they think. I think, which is is what it is. Whatever. Uh, something else I wanted to bring up: Tremont Waters. We've been big supporters of him, and he showed out in the first two games and he played well last night, but he did nothing like nothing as good as the first two. His passing ability is insane. Like he can just find everybody in like the way he ran the offense against the thunder and the Suns was just so impressive to me because he's so short. And it's like, I feel like it's different from the way Isaiah Thomas did it because Isaiah Thomas was such a ball dominant player and he always was looking to score. Meanwhile, Waters is like trying to pass the ball and dish it and just get guys open looks. But it's just so like impressive how he can dribble in between everybody and then get the pass off like to a guy cutting or to the corner. But I don't know. I, I was really impressed with Waters throughout the first two games. What, what do you think? Yeah, I thought he looked good. He wasn't really getting uh, the minutes I hoped he would get. I mean, minutes in the times that I hoped he would get them, if that makes sense. Yeah, I really yeah. wanted him to be playing more with the first team, I if agree. you will. I agree. Um, last night was probably the game for him to show out, if he was going to show out, you know, to really impress people. And you said he was just okay. He didn't play much. He didn't get a lot of minutes. Really? Yeah. Carson Edwards got the majority. Carson Edwards played well, but he got didn't get a lot of minutes. I mean, maybe I'm tripping, but I'm pretty sure he didn't get as many minutes as a lot of people hoped. I, I don't know, that's so strange to me right? that he didn't play. Like, that would have been one of the main reasons I wanted to watch the game last night. Did Romeo play a lot? Uh, he played a decent amount, yeah. He started the game. I know Carson played what a lot. I'm, I'm going to look at the minutes right now. Romeo did okay. It wasn't anything, like, amazing. I thought he looked good against uh, Phoenix. Yeah, he, he looked pretty good. People, I'll, I'll tell you, my three like guys I thought did really well against the Rockets last night. I wrote an article about it. Uh, my brother gave me the idea to write a Bannertown breakdown after every game, which is entertaining. But I was impressed by Carson, uh, Grant Williams, and Semi Ojale. So those three were were solid, solid last night. Yeah, speaking of Semi, Semi's looked much improved mm-hmm. during this. Yeah. Uh, preseason if you will scrimmage season whatever you want to call it I think he looks like he can make a difference off the bench I hope he can I hope he can get uh you know help himself secure minutes against teams that he needs to be on the floor against yeah he can play both ends of the ball instead of the Celtics playing four on five on offense it's another thing 100 percent. you should have seen him last night last night he was doing things I've never seen him do before I'll send you a tweet right now with the clip uh, I embedded it in my article, so I just have to find it really quick. But he was, like, driving to the hoop, getting to the free – he got to the free throw line, like, three, four times in the first quarter. Like, he was doing things I didn't think he had the ability to do. I was very impressed. He didn't make a lot of his free throws, which is, sucks. But he was just very diverse in the way he played last night, which usually, as you know, if you watch the Celtics, he usually just stands in the corner, which is fine. That's all we need which him to do. Which is what he should be doing. On yeah, but offense. like, he was showing the ability to do more last night, like create his own shot, which is really nice. So yeah, I just sent you a uh, a link. Semi loves himself a nice reverse layup. He does. It looked nice. He really does. He, do, he That's like one of his things. It's usually off a baseline cut, but he loves himself a nice reverse. It was nice. Really does. 
look pretty. I'm looking at the box car right now to tell you the minutes. Let's see here. So, I lied. Tremont Waters played 27 minutes. Uh, Romeo played oh, 32. Yeah. Carson played 32. Grant played 27. Uh, yeah, no. I guess he did play. I mean, he had 12 points and uh, four assists. He just turned the ball over a lot, I think. But I think if you're handling the ball as much as he does, that'll happen, especially when you're so young and going up against, what, Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Like, it's not really a fair matchup. I don't know. He he looked like he wasn't on the floor as much as I would like him to be, if you know what I'm saying. Right. I thought he should have had more playing time. Romeo ended up putting up nine points on three for seven shooting. Didn't hit a three. He took two, and that's it. Very lackluster performance from him, if I'm being honest. Kind of crazy, <clears throat> to be honest, that he played that much and didn't produce. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I guess it was the Carson Edwards show, which is like mm-hmm. – which is cool. It's cool, but yeah. I don't know. Carson Edwards, he scored in the way that I never expected him to. Like, I think when he came in the league, everyone was like, oh, he's going to be this great sharpshooter off the bench. He's just going to come in and nail his shots and be the scorer. But he's just scoring from drives, which is weird because he's 5'11". Like, he was 3 for 10 from 3. And then every other bucket he made was just off drives, which is fine. Like, he was 5 for 8 uh, on, like, two-pointers, which is good. But that's just not how I expect Carson Edwards to get his buckets. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, if he's, I hope, I hope he's able to produce in some way. Because I, yeah, I don't want his his talent to be wasted either. You know, he's obviously got the potential to be a good scorer. I don't mm-hmm. want him to not be able to get that opportunity, but. At the same time, I really want to see Tremont Waters get the minutes in the backup role. If, yes. You know, there's going to be a change. Maybe he, he's too small to play the two guard, though. He, he can't do that. Mm-mm. No, he cannot. I agree. But, I mean, if we're thinking post-Kemba, you never know. Like, they could form a tandem. But we'd sure. have to wait and see. Uh, something else happened. I sent you another tweet. If you want to take a look at that. Grant Williams was in his bag last night. Like, he was pulling out. though. He did that move, like, two, three times. And, like, late in the shot clock bailouts. It was was great. I don't know, man. I like Grant Williams a lot. Yeah, he's not even hitting the rim. Right? Just swish. Just, like, right in. I think we all forget that these guys are NBA players. Yeah, I mean, still, though. Like, that's not usually his game. No, it's not. But, you know, uh, like, you see – like JaVale McGee will like practice threes and like he yeah. doesn't make threes. Like they can do it. It's just they don't usually do it in the game setting, which is pretty exactly. Cool. But like what I'm trying to say is if Grant Williams can come in a game and shoot and do that type of thing for the Celtics, like that's just a whole new weapon they have off the bench. Same thing with Shemi. It's it's all a matter of at this point who is gonna come in off the bench and get like consistent buckets or just hit their threes consistently. Cause that's all the Celtics need in reality. Like this, the scoring's going to come from Tatum, Brown, Hayward, and Kemba. And they just need guys to hit their shots off the bench so they can like pass out when they're driving. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't need too many scores off the bench. They just need guys who can hit their shots. Right. Speaking of the bench, who do you think like we saw Cantor, get the rest last night, which I was kind of surprised about because I know towards the end of the the season before it got suspended, he wasn't really getting the same minutes he was before. So he was hurt. He was was hurt. He was hurt, but still. I mean, it was kind of just a big cutoff, like when he was supposed to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like that injury wasn't supposed to be that long. So do you – and he played really well in the first two games. He looked like the canter from the beginning of the season. So do you think Brad kind of saw that and was like – Okay, we'll give him a rest. I think he's back to the canter he was. He doesn't need to prove himself anymore. Do you think that's I just what... think Brad didn't want anyone getting hurt yesterday. Okay. You don't want anyone to get hurt. Uh, so basically what Brad is saying is Cantor's going to play minutes, so we exactly. don't want to lose him. Yes, did Wanamaker yes. play? Wanamaker did play. Okay, well, that's an exception, yes. I mean, I tweeted out last night. I was like, this is kind of like a tryout between Wanamaker, Oshley, and Edwards. I mean, Wanamaker... Tremont Waters and Edwards to see who's going to be backup point guard. Like this is basically just a, a tryout for him. I think if you think about it, that's all it is. 
Did you say Ojale? I did accidentally. I meant to say Tremont Waters. Oh, okay, yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, they just don't want to lose anybody from the rotation. I, if I had to guess, like you don't want to lose people at this stage. When you're going to play your first game on Friday, you don't want anyone getting hurt, especially the way that the Celtics have had injury luck the last like three seasons. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But so he benched the starters as well as Marcus Martin and his Cantor. So that means those guys are most likely going to be first and second off the bench. Who's third off the bench? And you, if you had to make the rotation for the Celtics, Sam, who's your third off the bench? Uh, probably Ojale. I think he's like really solid yeah. in this. I agree. Like I said, he had a good preseason, I guess, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I think he's, like, really good. Um, he's much improved. He's doing the things that he needed to get better at. And it was a massive surprise. We all know he's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. I agree. is my pick to be the eighth off the bench. Would it be? Yeah, eighth off the bench. I love Ojale. I wrote about him in all three of the articles that I've written so far for the games. Right. He just he hits his shots now, which is all he's been asked to do. So if he can do that at even a league average clip, then he's gonna deserve playing time because of his defense. Like that's all it boils down to, in my opinion. Yeah, I hope he's getting like I said, I hope he gets the time because I, I hope I hope they don't get rid of him either after this season. I I think his contract's supposed to be yeah. up or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. you really I, I personally don't want to see him get cut I don't or either. whatever. Because I think he is valuable. He just, I don't know. I think before, he de- before the break, he wasn't playing up to standard. Mm-hmm. But now he is. So, I mean, he had a couple flashes, like the game against the Cavaliers. He had a really good game. Yeah, he looked he, great. There were a couple ones, but I know what you're saying. I think if we get rid of him, someone other, another team will snatch him up really quick, like really fast. So, he just needs to hit his shots and prove to Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge that he can be a valuable piece on this team, which I personally think he really is. I love Ojale. Like, I love him a lot, and I, I would love to see him on this team uh, for the foreseeable future. I, I wrote this in my article last night. I was like, if he can hit his shots, then he's going to be one of the most valuable pieces off the bench because that defense is – like, Marcus Smart's obviously, I would say, the best defender on the team, but behind him, I would say, is Ojale. Uh, like Brown and Tatum are up there, but I'd say Ojale is pretty much on the same level as them. Like he was guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo as a rookie in a seven-game series. Ojale guarded Giannis more than anybody else this season, minutes-wise. And second was Marcus Smart, who's a six-three guard. So having a valuable defender who's that strong and that like at that height that can guard that many positions is just invaluable, in my opinion. I think. Right, I agree. I think. It just it's just a rare thing. I yeah. it's a rare thing and I I don't like the idea of getting rid of it. I remember like when there was the I think it was two years ago and there was the debate between keeping Marcus Smart or keeping Terry Rozier. Yeah. And like yeah. I there were people that like I knew that wanted to keep Rozier instead. Crazy. And I wasn't about that. Because I was like, that's not what you want. I agree. Marcus Smart is such a rare talent that you can't get rid of them same thing with semi Oshley. like maybe not to the d- degree marcus smart is like you said but that that level of defense you can't replace like you can find offense in a lot of places but that defense is very rare yeah offense right. isn't as rare as defense it's mm-hmm. really not a uh, guy we haven't talked about robert williams he's just looked okay Honestly, to me, he, he's not bad. Like he's doing, playing fine, but it's just not. He hasn't gotten a lot of minutes in the games that I got to watch. Yeah, um, he hasn't. He hasn't really gotten the opportunity. I guess I still so, think yeah. he's a project. I don't think they're looking oh, for yeah. him to step right in mm-hmm. and make a huge impact. Like if he does get minutes in this playoff run, then good for him, and he's got a chance to prove himself. But it's not looking like it's going to be one of those times where he's going to have to play the backup role and do it well mm-hmm. or you know the team's gonna lose like it you're probably gonna see Cantor get those minutes he he's probably your ideal bench big man I yeah. feel like when when you think about bench players you really want people that can score and create offense when you think about a starting big you want somebody that can just play a role and you know play defense and make sure that they can uh, help the stars the, out yeah like I, I honestly think 
they're trying to prepare Williams for a potential starting role in the future <laughs> rather than a yeah. bench role. I, I don't think he fits really well in a bench role. Like, you mm-hmm. don't really see centers like that coming off anyone's bench and making an impact. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then what else you have? You have um, – oh, I want to talk about Robert Williams is making jump shots now. He's taking Yeah, it. yeah. He took another one last night. He didn't make it. But if he can start making the mid-range and slowly work his way out to the three, he could be, a, like, a valuable starter. Yeah, I agree. I, I just – I really want him to be able to develop. I think he's an exciting player to have on the team. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. You can't Seems teach like he wants that to get better. Yeah, you can't teach that athleticism either, which is very, very huge, very big upside for Robert Williams. Everyone that we talk to about Robert Williams, it uh, seems to say that the athleticism is like almost a curse because he's so used to being able to recover from bad defensive positioning, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always work in the NBA. You have to be in the right spot. Yeah, no, that's definitely his downfall in most situations. He just finds himself out of position and can't get back into it. Uh, speaking of that downfall, Taco Fall actually got some minutes last night, Sam. So you missed Taco Tuesday. How did he do? Okay. He played well. I mean, he was being guarded by Jeff Green because the Rockets are tiny. Yeah, they don't so have centers. he was able to feast a little bit. Uh, I will say his post moves aren't very developed. Like, he needs to polish them up a little. So he ended up going, like, four for eight from the field or something, which isn't great because you'd expect him to make more of those shots. Uh, but when he got the ball in his position, he looked dominant. But he just needs to learn how to finish better from the uh, from not dunking, if you know what I'm saying. Right. For those that were curious, uh, I just knocked over a water bottle, and I was hoping it wasn't open. <laughs> Jack. Um, but yeah, he's he's a project. He's not someone we're probably going to see in this, other than like, hey, uh, you know, the Southers just blew you out, so he's in a play now. 100%. That's that's about it. He's exciting. He's cool to have on the team. But not right now. It's not his time yet. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know if he'll ever be like a true backup center for the Celtics. I don't think he has the stamina. I love Taco, don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you know what I'm saying, like, it's just, it's a very weird fit. Because he's already like 25, I think, at this point. So he, yeah. he's older too, but. I think the Celtics have a very bright future, and he could play some sort of role on a team. It's just a matter of if he can develop those post moves. And he got two uh, three-seconds violations, one on offense, one on defense last night too, so he needs to learn. Did he? Yeah, he needs to just get his basketball IQ up a little bit too, which I think the Celtics will work with him on, but it's just not something we're going to see extensive minutes from this season. He's not not that guy. Uh, Definitely but, not. Mm-hmm. Getting into extensive minutes this season, run me through your bench. So obviously you said you wanted semi uh, eighth off the bench behind Smart and Cantor. Say we play who we projected to play in the first round right now. The Sixers are we projected to play the Sixers? Right? Probably not going to be the Sixers. No, just with the injuries going on around I'd, the league, I'd say we're more likely Indiana's... to play the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. So say we play the Pacers in the first round, right? How would you want the bench to look? Because obviously the starters are going to be Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Daniel Tice, and then Smart and Cantor off your bench first. Who would you want ideally in that series? Are you going to plan for the Pacers matchup more, or are you just going to run the two best guys, in your opinion, uh, as eight and nine off the bench? You can probably match up, but at the same time, you know, it really depends what you're feeling. I'd like to see a a bit of Romeo here in the playoffs. I mm-hmm. want to see him be able to play. I think he'd be good against Indiana. They have a lot of wings, so bringing him off the bench wouldn't be the end of the world. He can match up yeah, well. Definitely not. I, I just think he has potential to be good, and I want him to see. I want to see him get experience. I, I don't want yeah. to see him sitting on the bench. He was a lottery pick for a reason, and I don't think we've seen his. He, he's looked good when he's gotten time to play. Yeah, his jump shot looked nice. In the uh, the uh, scrimmage the other day, he had I'm a nice. Just, I'm excited thing. about Romeo. I I just hope that he's able to contribute. Me too. Me too. It's just uh, hard because like this team is so wing heavy. So even if he yes. is really good eventually, yes. he's he, never if you think start. about it down the line, if he does develop, you could see them trade like Brown 
they're probably not going to trade Tatum, but they could trade Brown for someone, or they'll trade one of them if they develop. I don't think they're going to keep both if they develop. You don't think they'd keep? You don't think they're going to keep Jalen and Jason? No, uh, Jalen and Romeo. If they're both, mm. if Romeo mm-hmm. becomes uh, like you know good enough to like I, be a consistent contributor, that's a starter, like like Brown. Like if he gets to Brown's level. I don't think I don't think personally he'll get to Brown's level. I'd love to see him get there, but I don't know. I don't know what they expect from him. You know, the way I see it, I could see more realistically uh, like a point guard starting, and then Brown at the two, Romeo at the three, or vice versa, and then Tatum at the four, like they're running now. You know what I'm saying? Like run them both in the same lineup. I think would be more realistic because I don't think I feel like Romeo could be like a nice ten to thirteen point per game scorer in the starting lineup with Brown and Tatum as your 20 points per games, like leading the team. Just like a nice little complimentary piece, sort of like the way trying to think of an example here, like Seth Curry, obviously not that elite of a shooter. Tim Hardaway is for the Mavericks. You know what I'm saying? There's kind of like an an extra score there that can like play his play defense pretty well, but just like is there to score the basketball when he needs to. Yeah. That's the role I see with this team, especially because you said it is so wing heavy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's very weird to think about for me. Like, I, I've personally fallen in love with the Celtics team more than I have with, like, a Celtics team in recent history. Like, I'd say the closest one is probably the Isaiah Thomas Celtics. But I I didn't fall in love with any of the teams uh, with Kyrie on it ex- until, like, maybe the playoffs in 2018. Yeah, but, like, I really like that team. But, like, I love every single player on this team. Like, I couldn't name you, like, what, like, some of the players off the deep end of the bench on that 2018 team. Like, Greg Monroe was, like, indifferent. But, like, I legitimately have, like, love for every player on this team. Even Poirier, who's hilarious because his name's Vinny Sexpants, which is such a meme. But, like, to imagine anybody on this team in a different uniform next year is very weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, picturing them in different colors. Yeah. But that leads me to my question. Who do you see being on a different NBA team next year? Like we could see Wanamaker go overseas, for example, but who do you see on this Celtics team potentially getting onto a different NBA team in free agency uh, after the season's over? Well, who are the free agents? I don't know all that. I know Fair enough. Gordon Hayward's probably going to opt in. He's mm-hmm. going to get his money, so he's not going to go. Uh, Poirier's on a two-year deal. Wanamaker is probably not going to be on this team next year. Um, is Ojale's contract up? I believe it is. He's on the same contract as Tatum. Uh, so, so that that's up to that's up to the Celtics. Yeah, he has a team option on this on the end of it. Wanamaker doesn't have another uh, year. Cantor has a player option, so he could choose to take more money elsewhere. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Oh, Cantor! Cantor is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Cantor, you think Cantor will be gone? gone? Yeah. Where do you see him going? Who do you I don't think? Know, but someone's going to pay him. You think someone's going to give him a bag? Yeah, not a, a lot, but more than five million. Sure, I could see him getting ten. I could see him doubling his money. Yeah, especially, especially now, like that's not that much yeah. money for an NBA player. <laughs> I feel like he can get a contract with maybe the Hawks. Honestly, like they don't have a great backup center. They're looking to try to compete with Trey Young. They can make a splash. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Daniel Tice says his amount not fully guaranteed, but he's on the book, so he'll be here next year for sure. I think they would bring him back anyways, unless there's someone <laughs> that they could sign that's better. No, 100%. But I don't think they. I don't think you're going to see them sign anybody this summer anyways. Yeah. I don't really know what the class looks like, but mm-hmm. I know they're probably pretty satisfied with what they've got. Yeah, I think the Celtics starting five stays exactly the same next year, which I'm completely fine with. I think it'll be yeah. great. Uh, the bench, on the other actually, I think the bench will pretty, stay pretty similar as well, other than, like you said, Cantor might leave. Uh, he yeah. he has said he loves Boston, though, so you never know. He could get a deal. Um, but I think the bench will look very similar, too. I think Grant Williams will develop. I hope Semi usually will still be here. I love Semi. I think he's great, unique talent. Uh, right. And then obviously guys like Tremont Waters. I don't think Brad Wanamaker will be here next year. Not that he did anything wrong. Uh, I've never been on the hating Brad Wanamaker train. I think he's a good player. I just don't think he's, he's just old. Yeah, he's, he's, just he's old. like too old to be here, especially as the role the he plays. Team. 
Yeah. Yeah, you have people that could fill his role in Waters and Edwards, and he's not, like, any tremendous defender, so, like, it's not like you're losing that either. Exactly. Exactly. And Waters is actually a really good defender for his, even for his height. Like, he won defensive awards in college and everything, so he won defensive player of the year in the SEC. One thing about Wanamaker is uh, I don't really like his vision at all. I think he never sees the open person. Not great. I agree. He always ends up throwing it either out of bounds or just to another team, to the other team, I should say. Uh, he that, just, just like he just doesn't pass. No, yeah, he just kind of does him. He took a lot of shots at the beginning of uh, the game against the Rockets last night, too. A lot of people were complaining that Edwards wasn't getting those shots or somebody else because Wanamaker was just coming down the floor and hucking up threes. There are times, like, I'm watching the game and I can see a pass, and it's like, why aren't you making that pass? Yeah, yeah, no. It's definitely interesting his choices, but, you know, he's very, uh, what's the word, efficient when he shoots the ball, so you can't complain too, too much, because he has been yeah. one of the more consistently decent guys off of our bench this year, and I think he yeah. will he will play some playoff minutes, because I feel like Brad Stevens will lean towards the guys who have the experience this season, rather than take a risk with Tremont Waters, unless he keeps playing well throughout the seeding games, because I think... For the Celtics, those seeding games are essentially more scrimmage games, in my right. opinion. But I think he has plenty of time to test it out. Something I wrote about, I wrote an article uh, in the middle of the Suns game and the Rockets game called like High Hopes, just because of like things I want to see going forward. And one of the things, I want to see a lineup of Tremont Waters, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Grant Williams, and Robert Williams, because... Uh, Kemba Walker and Gordon Hayward are 30, 31, right? They're not going to be here forever on the same timeline as Brown and Tatum. So obviously the Celtics could end up signing someone or drafting someone to fill the rest of the starting roles. But if you're talking about just guys on the current team, I think that would be the best starting lineup as of now, if you know what I'm saying, Uh, as of youth-wise when you think of younger players. So I want to see how well those five can play together. Do you think that'd be a good fit? Yes, I, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, I just think like Tremont Waters, like you said earlier, this is why I'm bringing it up because you said earlier you want to see Tremont Waters get some run with the starters because obviously not the he starters, but like better get players. run against other teams starters. Okay, against yes. people he's going to be playing with in a real game if he gets the minutes. I don't want to see him playing against deep bench. I want to see him play against maybe backups or some yes. starters because I think he has the potential to fit into a role. I agree. I mean, he did a little last night. He played fine. He had a couple of good threes. Like he pulled up uh, from deep range from when he dribbled up the court and pulled up and drained it. So uh, he, he looked really good. Some of those passes he was hitting in the game against the Suns were insane too. Like his vision is crazy. Like it's out of this world. Yeah. For sure. I just really like him. And Grant Williams, I think every Celtics fan has kind of developed a, a love. Yeah, I like Grant. Season. Mm-hmm. And then just it's a matter of if Robert Williams can develop to the point where like, he's hitting that mid-range shot a little bit more consistently. He can make the smart defensive plays. He can be in the right spots on offense, which he, he was last night. He had a good couple uh positioning things. So did Taco, where they kind of backed off. Uh, when the teammate was driving and then got the offensive board and put it back. It, it looked good. It looked like the Celtics bigs all around. You said like, Taco? That's something Cantor does a lot. Yeah, one, Cantor's One thing, uh, I believe, I think Scal might have said it on the broadcast. He was saying, like, uh, you know, guys see Cantor in the paint, they feel safe to drive because they know if it doesn't go in, he's going to clean up the Yes, 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 100%. I think... Um, no, yeah, because Taco and Robert Williams were doing it really well last night. Vincent Poirier actually looked really impressive. Did he? He had a good game? Too. Yeah, good he was just pulling out post moves, making smart plays. Like, he faked a a screen handoff and just, like, turned around and did a spin move in the post and got an easy dunk. He looked nice. He looked nice. I'm kind of – maybe not this season, but next season, I'm kind of intrigued to see yeah. if he has anything. Because he obviously doesn't suck. No, yeah, me you too. can't suck. Like, and he has. They brought him there for a reason. Danny's usually pretty good when he picks people to bring. He brought Tice, Wanamaker. Now Poye is the third guy that he brought. So, like, he can't suck, dude. No, he's yeah. got to have something that he brings to the table. 
it's all about the second or third season too. Like Tyson, we didn't see anything from Tyson in the past couple of years, and now he's That's a starting true. center. His first season before he got injured, he was I thought he was really good. He was he was playing a backup role. He was able okay. to score and stretch the floor for uh, the bench unit. I was really bummed when he got hurt. He hurt his knee. And, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember that as much. I believe he wasn't know. able to play in the playoffs. So last year we didn't see a lot from him because yeah. you had Horford and Baines taking up all those minutes. He wasn't getting the mm-hmm. minutes. Yes, yes. So I feel like the same happened this year with Cantor and Tice, then Poirier, a guy that got the shaft, especially with Robert Williams being there too. We had just five centers on the roster, so Poirier was just at the, the end of the totem pole there. But I think I think about it, I don't even know why they brought him over. Yeah. It doesn't it didn't why, really make why sense did they bring him over? They should have brought more shooting, if anything. It is what maybe it is. They though. thought he was good. Maybe did they sign him before or after they signed Cantor? I have no idea. I think think after because Cantor and Kemba was the big thing and I don't remember anything about Poirier then again I guess I wouldn't really remember Poirier <laughs> maybe they weren't sure about Tice yet yeah. yeah I guess they weren't sure about him but even then they have Robert Williams who everyone was really high on but then he's still got a lot to learn so yes he's also they, they, not the tallest which is like it's not the end of the world but he's only 6'9 for a center it's not great but short centers are becoming the the wave Again, yeah, yeah. So fast. True, 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 true. It's all a matter of if they can get in the right spots at the right time. You see the Rockets, they don't even use a center. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I personally think that's going to kill them eventually in the playoffs, but I understand your what you're saying. Because oh, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm just saying like that's an example of, you know, it, I don't think they think it matters as much. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. I'm trying to find when these players were signed, and I cannot find it. I can't find Poirier. What he actually hell? never got signed. He just kind of shows up. As yeah, yeah, he literally just showed up, apparently. He was like, so hey, like, like, I'm tall. If you guys, like, don't say anything, I'll just sit on the bench. <laughs> yeah, I've been basketball reference for the 20, 2019 free agency. And Cantor's here for the Celtics. A uh, bunch of players that don't even know are here, like Wanamaker, his one-year deal extension thing. Two guys I don't remember, but nothing about Poirier. So I have no idea. I'm just going to Google it. Sign with the Celtics. But like you said, I don't think he's that bad. He looked decent uh, in the game last night. It's just he doesn't get the opportunity. So, yeah. Um, he signed July fifteenth. So with now I'm asking or typing Google about Cantor. Yes, yes, we signed Poirier two days before we signed Cantor. So, but even that doesn't make too much sense to me because, like, we had to have known we had a chance at Cantor. Do you know what I'm saying? Two days before. Yeah. Maybe maybe he like decided last minute our team over a different one, so it is what yeah, it is. Maybe that's what it was. We have lots of depth there. I do wish we had more shooting. I don't know if we'd be able to trade uh, Poirier anywhere, but it is what it is. Do you think the Celtics make any trades? Like, do you think anybody? I'll phrase the question this way: anybody on a different team this season that's going to be a free agent will end up on the Celtics, or do you think the only additions we'll make is through the draft? Probably just through the draft. There's okay. a lot of people on the roster already, so not really sure about that. Plus, I don't really know who's going to be a free agent. Those are things like I never know until it's about to happen. Well, a few guys I can throw out there for you, see if you're interested. Uh, through trades and free agency, I will say. Uh, okay. Chetty Osman through a trade. Would that interest no. you at all? No? Celtics are wing heavy. They don't need another wing. Really? See, I think we need bench scoring. I think. What are you going to give up for them? I don't know. Maybe like we have three first round picks this year. I don't think we need them all. Like all right, that's round. something. But like he's old too. He's not young. He's, he's not 20, as young as you think. He's twenty five. Yeah, I guess it's, it's not too young, but it's not too old. Uh, I'm not even thinking youth. I'm thinking pieces to win now. Yeah. So uh, another guy I had was Austin Rivers. I think that would be a decent signing. I think he would be okay. I don't know, I don't know about that. I mean, I guess, but like. I just don't think he's that valuable. 
I got you. I got you. Joe Harris. What about that? That's an interesting one. Yes. That's an interesting one. For sure. He can shoot. He's, if I'm not mistaken, the best three-point shooter in the league. Or at least he was last year, I think. He, he was last year, yes. Um, someone else. I had another one. Bryn Forbes in a trade with the Spurs. I think it would be pretty good. I don't like trades. You don't like trades? Okay, I'll continue. I'll continue. Uh, let's see here. Someone else I have. I'm trying to find. I know I definitely wrote articles about this, but I can't find it. Oh, man. I can't think of anybody. Oh, here it is. Potential trade options for the Celtics. I know you don't love trades, but Christian Wood, someone, obviously, even though they uh, – That's an interesting one. Tried. I feel like the – I mean, they tried, so, like, the price probably was too steep, but I was going to say I don't think the price would be too steep. Detroit, yeah. they, they don't have that much leverage. Like, they're not winning. I mean – Guy doesn't want to be there, probably. Danny Ainge offered two first-round picks at the deadline, and they said no. Said no. Which is interesting. Because I, I would have thought they'd say yes to that trade. But it is what it is, I suppose. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of other free agents because I saw some for sure. Uh, we could always bring in just a veteran like Gerald Green off the bench. Doesn't play a lot of minutes, but just to have a guy. like If we're talking minimum to fill the roster, you know what I'm saying? We could sign someone like that. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw like news that the heat weren't going to extend bam i did see that yeah and i don't know when he's a free agent but if that's like the case maybe the celtics should go after him it's the same as tatum he's drafted the same year so i believe he has one more year of his rookie deal so like next year's the last year of his rookie deal and then his contract will be up yeah they can still i think they're still going to extend him though and the reason they're doing this is because uh Next free agency, so like, not this. Upcoming. Oh, they want to save money. Exactly. So they they might not extend them. I think what's going to end up happening. Giannis is a free agent next year. Yeah, not yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. Or is it this year? That's when it's going to happen. No, next year Giannis is. And so what I think is going to happen is the Heat are going to try to make a move at Giannis or whoever, and even if they get him, they still have like the rights to Bam, so they'll be able to match any contract he gets. Sort of like what happened with Zach Levine. Like, remember when Zach Levine got a deal with the Kings, but then the Bulls matched it? Like, I think yeah. it's gonna be that. It's gonna be that. So they're gonna be able to sign Bam. They'll just be very, very over the salary cap. But it's a smart move by them. It's just, you know, some of the only news we're getting right now. So everyone is freaking out about it. Not a bad point. I always forget. I I like the restricted thing, but at the same time, it really makes free agency lame. No, yeah. For like other other players, like obviously, like like I, we were talking about the Tatum extension when it happened, and I was like, well, obviously they're going to extend yeah, him. Duh. I mean, even if they don't extend him, he's still going to sign back. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But I believe we had Tom on, and he made a good point. He was like, well, he could sign a one year deal and then get out. And I was like, that's true. So maybe if they piss him off enough, he'll leave. I hope not. Here somewhere. Oh, Bam, you mean? I thought yeah. you were talking about Tatum. I was like, I really hope they don't piss Tatum. Uh, I don't know. No, they're not going to piss him off. I feel like Tatum's here for the long haul. At least I hope so. The Celtics, Danny Inch would have to royally screw that one up. To, uh... Yeah. Not get Tatum back for the long haul. Yeah, Tatum's going to be, like, the player for the next however many years he wants 100%. to play. So is Brown, man. I think Brown has just as much potential as Jason Tatum, to be honest. Like, oh, I think Brown is so good. Like, that contract made the league look stupid. Like, everyone was like, oh, why did we they, they give Jalen Brown so much money? He's just a he's going to be a bench player for him. Marcus Smart's going to start. And now he's just this all-star caliber player. That contract's a steal. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, he really is. And he showed out. Yeah. He's great. He looked amazing in that scrimmage against the Suns. He looked amazing. Yeah. He's <sighs> been he's been really solid. Man, I cannot wait for the playoffs. I feel like it's They said it for Friday. Uh, yeah. You know what was weird last night that I did see that they had like the logos on the court, but like Yeah. The Celtics weren't the home team yesterday. I feel so, like, like I don't know why the Celtics logos were on the court. Do you know when um in football games, when the the first down, like the yellow line is yeah. on the field, I think yeah, it's I know like that's that. what they're doing. But... Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it would, I'm like it was projected. So, but it it's... was, but I don't know why they projected the Celtics one. Yeah, cause... yeah, 
I think they just they probably just did it for NBC Sports Boston because it's like the Celtics home local nation local uh, network. That's what Maybe. I assume that was. <clears throat> I don't think they would have had the Celtics logos while the Houston like people in Houston were watching it. So that's just my assumption. I don't know though. Are do you know if these seeding games are going to be broadcast by NBC or are these only? Yes, they said they have all eight of them. Oh, amazing. That's such good news. What about the playoffs? Are playoffs like nationally televised? Yeah, they're probably... Damn. Maybe they'll get the first round like they usually do. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Man, I wish Tommy could come in. Uh, I wish Tommy could come in. I, I Don't get me wrong. I love Scal and Mike Gorman, but, you know, I miss Tommy. Definitely miss Tommy. I hope he's uh, doing okay. I do, too. I'm just staying safe. It's a weird dangerous climate to be in right now yeah dangerous world man it's tough it's tough i want to be able to go into boston see a celtics game with the boys and then go back but uh i heard in more news and uh i think the vice president or something like some high up executive in the nba was asked if um they would have to play the nba season in the bubble next season too and she said I don't know. It, at this point, it's looking like that might have to be the case. Oh, boy. But th- that being said, I would rather them play in a bubble than not play at all. So I'm not going to Yeah, no, I agree with that. <laughs> just like, oh, man. It just sucks. I agree. But I will say, this bubble, like the games in the bubble, not nearly as different and, or like weird to watch as I thought it'd be. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it looks very similar. It's very... It's a it's a good viewing experience. The way not seeing the, empty seats is really nice. Yes, yes. Empty seats is a massive turnoff for me. I don't like empty seats at all. I agree. I think it, it looks it looks very, really good. The fans on the jumbotron they they did that last night. I don't know if you saw that at any other time. I did see some of that. Yeah, a little weird, but overall it looked really good. The way they were doing it, <sighs> the bench was. It, it's weird to see the bench players sitting so far apart, but. Something else that was different and odd last night. Celtics coaches were all wearing blue. I wonder what that was all about. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Um, hmm. Anything else you want to bring up? You have any? You have I, I really don't. Uh, Friday, well, no, we won't. Have, we really won't have anything for Friday. I guess we can preview the game. Yeah, we can preview, look forward, think of some creative questions. We'll talk about some of the same stuff because, you know, we always got to get the guest's opinion. Yeah, guest shows are always a good time. Guest shows are very fun. But yeah, I mean, I'm good. I think this was a solid episode. I'm just glad we had some basketball to talk about. Uh, Me too. You can follow me at Bannertown Jack. You can follow Sam at Parquet Press. Press, not Press. I always like slur my my words in the intros and outros. Like because you suck at the outros. Yeah, I know. You suck. I know. I'm going to leave it to you. I just wanted to follow me at Parquet Press. Don't follow Jack because he can't do an outro. (laughs) We're all done for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Peace.